Welcome to Grow Your Influence Tree with your host, Leonard Kim. This is the show especially for those that want to be among the top influencers of the world. We'll help you build your brand, tell the most compelling story, build your reputation and grow your audience, and attract the top clients and customers. Listen to the experts. Think like they do, and you'll be on your way. Now, here's Leonard Kim. Hey everyone, Leonard Kim here, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree. Today we have Dem- David Evans online with us today. Uh, he's an artist, online marketing coach, and the founder of the Artist Marketing Formula. Um, I know uh, it's the first time that David and I have officially ever spoke, but um, it seems that about three, four years ago, things weren't really as knit down as they are today. Is that right, David? Do you want to kind of like let our listeners know exactly who you are, get to know a little bit of details of exactly who you are, what you're like, and kind of that struggle that you kind of went through? Certainly, Leonard. Thanks. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, I've been a, I've been an artist for oh my gosh, for as long as I can remember. But as far as selling selling what I create, I've done that for about thirty five, forty years, traveling the country to basically the most prestigious arts and and crafts festivals out there. And so it was a matter of creating your work in your shop or your studio, loading up a van every weekend or every other weekend and traveling to another big event. And uh, one of the interesting things as we were talking off air, if you think about that lifestyle with what's going on with COVID, all of that has been shut down for almost a year now. It's just insane. Uh, I had done it for on the road probably 35 years. Last five years, I started making a shift to the internet, knowing that uh, the show business is an interesting business, a lot of fun, uh, but you can only do it for so long, and you certainly don't want to do it forever. So with the internet being so well established, uh, I started you know, making the shift, trying to sell my work online, and pretty much just determined to figure it out. And so that's what started happening. I started laying the groundwork for a successful online business, just telling my work, not not a different business, but the same the same thing I was doing, only doing it online. And I started having tremendous success, uh, which was really exciting. Then I got hooked on marketing, and just the business exploded, the online portion of it. So I was able to wind down my show business, and I got, I think in 2019, I had... Uh, I had three shows and 20, I used to do about 35 shows a year. And then in 2020, I had one show scheduled. I went to it and it was shut down during the beginning of the COVID pandemic. Now, if you think about most people, when they think about going from like 30 shows to one show that gets canceled, they would think, oh, my God, my whole entire life is completely ruined. I'm about to hit financial ruin. I'm about to lose absolutely everything. But that wasn't the case for you, was it? No. In fact, that's, that's the thing. You know, when I, when I first started making the shift, it, 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 you know, it evolved. I had to figure out how to be successful selling online. But it, it had to be very, 
very specific. I had to be able to repeat it. It had to be something that was sustainable, something that I could count on. So it wasn't about, because I had a career, you know, I had a career doing shows. It was very successful. And in order to, to make the shift, I had to be able to replace that money. I didn't want to make a shift that was going to be less income uh, and not sustainable. And so that was the cool, the cool part of learning the right way to market online. You recognize, I recognized about a year into it, that it is sustainable. It is something you can grow almost at will. And you can look forward to a prosperous future. And it, it just absolutely was a game changer. And for me, the timing couldn't have been better. You know, for, you know none of us knew COVID was coming. Uh, yeah, you know, no I just idea. knew I didn't want to do shows forever. And I also knew that the Internet wasn't going away. And that the internet, not only was it not going away, but some, some very specific things had opened up online that were so targeted to specialty small business owners, artists and craftsmen and, and mom and pop, you know, owner operator businesses that it's just the, the future is so bright for small brands. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah, I think it opens up the doors to a lot of opportunities out there. Because so many people are so accustomed to going into the office and going home each and every single day that they haven't even really considered that just how much money really could be generated from sitting at home or traveling the world in front of a laptop um, and kind of bringing your business digital. Um, so before you were... Uh, going digital i know you were working a lot right uh did you have any time for like your kids your family anything or was it just all just work <laughs> well that's the thing you know it, it always see i think when you work for yourself it, it seems like you have a lot of free time but it also seems like you're working all the time but at least you're not punching a time clock so i would uh gosh i think i traveled about 100 days a year and so i was home the balance of those days, you know, 265 days, let's say, uh, in the shop a lot, but also with my kids a lot. But, but the real, the goal was I want to be home more. I don't want, you know, all the big shows happen at all the big times of the year. Uh, for instance, the, the holiday season, Christmas, I was, I was always on the road for all of November, most of December. And then the summertime, big summer festivals, well, every beautiful summer weekend, I was at a festival in some city in some state somewhere in the country. And so it kind of key moments in, in, in your year when you really enjoy your family and enjoy some time, some time off, I was typically at a show. So it was, uh, you know, it was one of those things. The other part of the show business is you run into all kinds of obstacles, so it's, it's never a guarantee. You end up at an event that you spend a lot of money to be at and, and the weather is horrible. Or, you know, you end up with a, a lousy booth location. And so it was always, you know, unknown after unknown after unknown. And then, you know, throughout the whole mix, it, it's been a successful career. However, it just drives you crazy to have so many variables out there that yeah. are out of your control, you know? Yeah, and it's kind of crazy, especially when you think about all the different uh, things that could potentially happen, especially with uh, people going out there and, um, you know, all the holidays and all the other things that are going on. Uh, so 
um, that kind of took you away from your family. When you kind of moved to the digital forefront, did you kind of uh, were you able to kind of reclaim that time back? Yeah, I mean that that was one of the the biggest things. It was what I was really going for. And so as it started happening, it was amazing. You know, now I'm taking weekends. I'm home every weekend. I don't have any shows booked. I'm home for these, you know, these special holidays. My daughter just mentioned to me the other day, she said, you know, Dad, you used to always be away for my birthday. This year you're going to be here. (laughs) So being here for those special times and those special moments is just really, it's priceless. And then having the steady stream of income Without all the effort, you know, driving hundreds of miles, staying in hotels, you know, setting up and tearing down these events, it's just a lot of work. And now what I do is I get to market. I get to create new ads. I get to work on targeting better audiences, uh, creating interesting videos. I, you know, I get to learn more about what I love. I, I love what I create, but I also love marketing and understanding the online space. And it's uh, it's been a it's been an amazing journey. So does that mean that you're working mostly by yourself, or do you have like a team, or how's that kind of working out for you? Well, my coaching business, I work alone, and in my my uh, creation, the art that we create, we work with uh, stained glass and copper, and my wife and I and two of my daughters work with us. And so in the shop, it's a few of us with my online coaching business. It's it's myself. Cool. So uh, it's mostly you being around your family. Um, yeah, that's kind of cool. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so cool. Both of my daughters are are indie authors, so they they both write. So I do all the marketing for their books, and uh, they're in the shop working with us in the shop. So we get all this creative time together. Some some of the jobs that we do in the shop are very mundane, you know, just putting things together or packing orders. And uh, it doesn't take a lot of thought. And so we get to spend a lot of time just having conversations about new creative ideas or just what's going on in their lives. Yeah, I think one of the big things that a lot of families are missing out on is spending a lot of that time together. And it seems that you've been able to really be able to incorporate it by having them all work with you. How do you convince your family to get on board with working with you? That that sounds like a pretty <laughs> tough hurdle <laughs> in, in, in and uh, of itself. Well, it's kind of it's it's the way they've grown up. You know, we we actually homeschooled our daughters, and so they were always around. Uh, you know, all the time. And, and they would come to some of the events with us, some of the shows, they would actually travel to those. So they grew up around this. And, and what's interesting is they're very entrepreneurial because of it. And so they mm. both have their own businesses. They both have YouTube channels. They both write prolific, prolifically. <laughs> and they, um, and my one daughter is actually really into marketing. So her and I, you know, really hit it off when it comes to the online marketing. It's it's just amazing how, you know, you can take a small brand. My one daughter is just, she's monetizing, you know, thing after thing after thing. And, you know, this is just from her creative ability. So she she's a creative person and she looks at how do I grow an audience? How do I, how do I then monetize that audience? And then how do I make it sustainable? What's coming next? What's the future look like? And, and so her and I have conversations like that all the time. So it's, 
I don't know how how really we got them to want to work with us, but they love working with us, and and I love working with them. So it's really really cool. That's awesome. Like I I know a lot of families are kind of not in that ideal situation where you homeschooled your children and they're willing to work with you. So that's a pretty amazing thing that you've been able to accomplish right there. It's it's so cool, Leonard. You know, we'll sit at the dinner table. Just, just last night, Abby and I, Abby's the one who loves marketing. Uh, we were talking about great uh, email subject lines. So we're just going back and forth. How about this one? How about this one? <laughs> you know, what, what do you think the open rate would be on this one? It's just a blast. Absolute blast. Yeah, and it must be really fun, especially if you have that all in the family where they're really like in sync with what you're doing and wow, you must have a pretty awesome life. It's it's I love it. I absolutely love it. And it's uh it you know, it's funny when you when when you have it going on you don't really recognize it what when you start talking about it. <laughs> You know, you recognize how special it is. It's it's just neat. It's, it's uh, you know, I was thinking actually just a few days ago about COVID and how everyone's been in lockdown, and I was wondering how many families are actually spending more time together, or if families are are more separated where the kids don't live at home and they're in another part of the country, and so they're locked down there, and parents are locked down somewhere else, and so it's it's actually worse for them whereas maybe they would normally visit, or if there's more families that are forced to be together. But I have no idea. But I, I know that for us, our, our life hasn't changed much because we're always together and we're still together, and we're just coming up with uh, more exciting ideas as we spend more time together bouncing. I mean, it's, it's just constant brain, brainstorming things all the time. Yeah, that's kind of awesome, especially um, by nature as an artist, you're pure creative, right? Yes, and, and, you know, my daughters are the same. They just always have these ideas. And and so, yeah, I mean, that's that's always what the conversations are about. It's either a new project or it's, you know, how do you do, how do you make what you're currently doing better? You know, what is it that we can do to this to, to actually have more impact? And it's really about, you know, having impact. When I said both my daughters are writers, they write to inspire. And the same thing with their YouTube channels. Their YouTube channels are set up to teach and to inspire. And, you know, and so growing, a, growing an audience around that. And, and the real key, what, ha- what happens with what I'm doing is I teach them how to market in such a way that they get in front of the people that they want to bring into the world. That's what my coaching business is all about. It's all about teaching small brands how to get in front of the exact right customer, the people that should be in your life. They, they want what you have. And when you understand how easy it is to get in front of them, it's amazing how fast you can grow a brand. Yeah, that's absolutely amazing, especially when you think about going out there and having your children going out there and really connecting and teaching other people how to really go out there and connect with uh customer and really make that direct connection um it's about time for a commercial break and i think it's a good time for us to hop off onto one while people sit there and wonder and ponder exactly how this gets done and i think we could kind of cover that in our next segment uh what how do you feel about that that sounds great 
Okay, perfect. Um, well, we're all about to hop off to a commercial break. Uh, where can people find you online, David? Well, I've got a website called Artist Marketing Formula, artistmarketingformula.com. And I also teach a free masterclass every week. And the way to register for that is to go to artistmarketingblueprint.com. Cool. And you can always find me at Mr. Leonard Kim on Twitter. And we'll be back after this commercial break. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. It's time to unlock some of the best kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Change can be a scary thing. It's way too easy to stay inside your comfort zone. But the world is changing, and that's not going to stop. Without adapting yourself to the rest of life is just selling yourself short. Join Sandra Hill every week for Grow Your Voice, Overcome Your Fears. You gain insight with expert guests, experiences, and tools to help you navigate the change and perhaps even welcome it. Listen live on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel we don't follow we lead join us the voice america influencers channel this is grow your influence tree to reach leonard kim or his guest call into the program at 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Leonard Kim here with David Edmonds. Um, <clears throat> before we hopped off to a commercial break, uh, David, you were mentioning something about getting your target customer to kind of connect with the brand and kind of connect it all together. Did you want to talk more in detail about exactly how that kind of works? Certainly. Um, you know, you mentioned a few minutes ago about a lot of people out there, you know, doing the nine to five or wondering how they can, you know, make the Internet work for them. How can they, you know, go out there and, 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 and have a successful online business? And I think one of the things that, that limits people and, and holds them back is the Internet is filled with so much information and it, it pulls you in every direction. There's so many, it's kind of like, where do you focus? How do you know where to focus so that you can actually have a successful online business? And so for me, what I've been able to do is 
for any small brand that's already established, anybody out there who's a creative or a specialty small business owner, they already have uh, something to sell, something to monetize. And what it really comes down to is how do you find your customers? How do you get in front of the exact right people? And then the next part of that, if you want it to be sustainable, is how do you grow a fan base? How do you grow followers? And not just followers, but people who are so interested in what you do that they're, they're customers. So you don't just want people who like and think you're really cool or think what you do is really cool. You want people who are, are going to be customers. So it's, it's all about being very specific with your targeting and using online tools like the back end of your uh, Facebook account. So, you know, you having a Facebook business page and using the tools that are available in the back end of that page to find your people, bring them into your world. I call it corralling them. The platform is a beautiful place to actually corral people so that they have a place where they come and they see your content and, and then, you know, bringing them out of there and into an email list and then developing that over time. And so one of the keys is knowing how to find your people in a very specific way. And the cool thing about the Internet, if you stay focused and you stay in one lane, you can do this incredibly effectively. And so that's what I teach people how to do is I teach them not only how to get in front of the right people, but what is it you put in front of them? You know, what is it that, it, it, and a lot of this, I bring, I bring, the experience I bring to my online marketing is 35 years of selling to people in the real world. So what is it that makes, when someone's walking down the street at an art festival, what is it that makes someone stop and look at what you have and come into your booth? And so these, these things that make that happen, and then what makes a person have a conversation with you and, and stay for a while and that ulti- ultimately spend money with you, all of these things that are part of uh, sales and part of human psychology, when you understand how to do that and then you bring it to the online space, the online space is, is just as powerful, uh, you know, the powerful tools and so you can use AI, you can use algorithms, but if you don't have this understanding of how to connect with humans and why people do what they do, why people purchase, why people become fans of an artist, uh, the powerful tools don't do much for you. So what I teach my students is, is how to bring the right thing or put the right thing in front of the right people, and that's how you bring them into your world. And then after you bring them into your world, it's about cultivating relationships and, and, and growing a fan base and actually turning a fan base into a sales force. So when you do it right, the Internet's this powerful tool, and then doing the right kind of marketing or bringing the right kind of marketing understanding to this tool, it's just it's amazing what will happen to a small brand. Most small brands already do this with their customers in the real world, you know, like if you think about a restaurant owner or, or someone who, uh, you know, has any kind of specialty small business, if they're a photographer, if there's a painter, they're a painter or a jeweler, whenever they interact with the customers, they, they, they do it authentically and real and it's normal, it makes sense. But a lot of them don't realize that you can bring this to an online place and, and use these powerful tools to kind of blow up your, your, uh, your business. And that's what I teach people how to do. Cool. So do you mostly focus on, like, helping out, like, artists and other creatives, or do you, like, help out a lot of, like, small businesses? Well, I, I, I focus – I shouldn't say I focus. My, my course 
seems to bring in a lot of artists and creative people because that's the space I came from. And so yeah. I really relate to those people. Uh, but I work with all kinds of specialty small business owners. I work um, with people all around the world. I'm working with an orphanage in India. We're actually making a documentary to bring uh, – the documentary is actually going to be the thing that we put in front of the right people to bring donors into the world to donate to this orphanage. Uh, but I also work with restaurant owners, real estate owners. I'm working with a gentleman who helps um, – veterans as they leave the military land better paying jobs and we're actually doing a lot of video creation with that uh so i work with all kind of different specialty niche it's all about finding your niche and so if you think about the targeting aspects of these tools and that's what's so exciting about the internet is these, these tools are free and so you you can target your exact customers so whoever you are, you know, your customers might be restaurant owners. Maybe you sell something to restaurants. And if, you're, if you need to target restaurant owners, I can teach you how to do that. If you, you know, a lot of my, my students who are painters or photographers, you would typically think that their customers are just the end consumer. You know, someone who wants to buy a painting or a, a beautiful frame photograph to, to hang in their home. But a lot of my students are selling their work to commercial businesses like casinos and hotels and hospitals because they've learned through my training that it's very easy to get in front of those people, the people who make the decision for buying the art for a hotel chain, let's say. And so instead of just selling, you know, looking for all the individual sales, they've been able to make bigger sales. And, and again, this comes right back to the same thing. You can target pretty much anyone that you're trying to get in front of. For my daughters, I do some special targeting on some of their, their Facebook ads to try and get in front of people who will ultimately turn their books into movies. And so I'm targeting people out in your neck of the woods, out in, out in uh, L.A. and Hollywood, but I'm targeting very specific job titles and very specific interests. And I'm putting very specific, I'm putting book trailers, which look like movie trailers. So my daughters will make a book trailer for their book, which looks like the book is really a movie, which plants the seed in the mind of the right person that, hey, this book should be a movie. And so, again, that comes right back to what I've been saying, which is you need to put the right thing in front of the right people. And when you put the right thing in front of the right people, you bring them into your world and they want to know more about you and more about your brand. So what's your daughter doing with building this book into a movie thing? Well, I've got one daughter who, who writes faster than her sister. And so she's got, uh, oh my gosh, she's seven, eight, maybe 12 books written. She has four published. So it's a series. It's a sci-fi series. It's on the scale of um, Narnia or... Uh, some uh, other C.S. Lewis stuff. So it's, it's really solid writing. Her, her work is really good. She just landed a, uh, an audiobook deal with um, a big audiobook uh, publisher called Podium, who also makes movies. But, uh, but Katie was approached by uh, someone in Hollywood. I forget exactly the producer's name. He's a big producer. I should know it, but I don't have it off the top of my head. Uh, but they approached her, and so after, and so they're looking at her series for possible uh, movie rights. But after 
that happened, it got me thinking that I should really be targeting people in that industry because the books, the series is perfect for, for movies. And, you know, the easiest way to get in front of the right people, I mean, old school way, you would send out letters, you would send out emails, you would pitch the right people, you would try and find an agent, but you don't have to do any of that anymore. That's the cool thing about the internet. When you understand how to use these tools, you can go and, and put the right thing in front of the right people. You know, if you can imagine, let's say you were at a, a cocktail party or a dinner party and, and you happen to just be with the right people and someone turns to you and says, well, you know, my sister-in-law is an agent for so-and-so publishing house or such-and-such movie producer. And, and then all of a sudden they realize your daughter writes books and, and so you make this connection and before you know it, the book is in front of the right people and maybe a deal happens. Well, those coincidental things that used to happen in the real world, you can make those happen by targeting the right people with the right things using Facebook, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, those are primarily the tools I use. So, um, so that's what I'm doing with Katie's, uh, with Katie's stuff. And, uh, and also my daughter, Abby, is, uh, I'm doing the same thing, just targeting different people. So a lot of your business is coming from really going out there and utilizing the business suite and the ad tools that Facebook and Instagram has to offer? Yeah, it's a, it's a combination of that. The, the tools are so powerful. You use the tools to, to really target and really kind of turn up the volume on something you want to do. But what I teach my students is I teach them how to first use the platforms for free so that you, you're not necessarily risking a lot of money. What you're doing is you're establishing your brand. You're establishing yourself uh, on the platform. You start bringing the right people into your world. And then as you start seeing things work, I take and, and then I teach them how to put money behind something. So if I can get an, uh, a post to be you know, viral or really popular, let's say, and I know it's working. I have people responding to it. They, they're, they're saying the right things. They're connecting with me and my brand. Well, then what I will do is put money behind that to drive traffic to my website. And so right now, actually, this time of year, I'm really busy with uh, Christmas orders. And uh, all of my ads are performing incredibly well. And most of them started as a Facebook post. Some of them are three years old. So a post I did three years ago that, that worked, you know, I put it on my page, my fans connected with it. It was just perfect. And so I turn it into an ad and I just target the right people. So the social proof on a post like that, I've got you know, probably 8,000 comments and, you know, 12,000 shares. I mean, it's just an amazing, uh, you know, an amazing post for my brand and it's carrying with it all the social proof, which not only is amazing for other people to see, and, and that's why they'll click and go to the website and buy, but also with all the social proof and all, all the interaction, the algorithm loves something like that, and we'll just keep delivering it far and wide. So I teach my students how to, one of the things I teach them is how to get a $10 a day reach on a dollar a day budget. And that's all about understanding what the algorithm is looking for. And once you know what it's looking for, and once you understand human psychology and you understand the fan-artist relationship, you can craft a post or a video or some kind of creative that you put out in front of your fans that works. And when it works, 
the algorithm loves it. You put a little bit of money behind it, like a dollar a day, and it just explodes. And the cool thing about using the ads platform is that's where all the, well, it's beyond targeting, but that's where you, you kind of start with. The targeting is amazing, but then the AI is amazing. You can do things to refine audiences and to really hone in on kind of the cream of the crop, the people who are, you know, we all have, as business owners, you, you, we all have uh, customers that come one time, we have customers that come all the time, you know, and then we have everything in between. And when you're smart about your marketing, you can actually find those people who are the repeat customers, the ones who want to buy every time you put something out. And that's what I teach my students how to do. It's, it's just, the, the internet's amazing. Absolutely amazing. You have access to your fans. Your fans are out there for any brand. Whatever it is you make, you can find thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people who want to give you money for what you create. You just have to get in front of them. And so that's what I teach people how to do. What are the things that you're kind of creating that are selling the most? Well, what I sell in my art business are what I call hanging water gardens. And so they're made from copper and stained glass. And so it's kind of in the gardening niche. My, my fans are people who like plants and they like to garden. And, but they also like to collect art. They like interior design. So I'm getting real specific when I target people. Uh, I also target people that attend like high-end events like the Chelsea Flower Show in England. You know, it, it's, 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 everything I do with my marketing is very strategic so that I get the most bang for my buck. And whether that's a literal buck, like a dollar, <laughs> or if that's my time. So if I'm spending time trying to get in front of the right audience, I, want, I really want to make sure it's people that are going to be repeat loyal customers. Is the, that's what I'm always looking for. And so, yeah, so my art business is in the gardening niche. Cool. Uh, is it this Vermont Nature Creations? Yes, that's uh, yes, and it's also if you just Google hanging water gardens, uh, you'll find my my hanging water gardens. Hanging water gardens. Cool. So um, those are two good things that everyone could kind of check out. Uh, if you're on Facebook, you could look up Vermont Nature Creations. If you're on Google, you could type in hanging water gardens and you should be able to find some of the things that David's been creating. Um, and I'm assuming for the Google results, the Facebook ones are yours? Yeah, is that I should, yeah. I pretty much, if you type in hanging water gardens, other than... Uh, uh, couple of Amazon ads, I think, from just general general uh, Amazon uh, listings, you'll you'll see my website. And so you kind of got that locked down for the SEO as well. So it seems oh like gosh, you've done yeah. a pretty deep dive into uh, a lot of the things that uh, kind of go into the world of marketing for your own stuff. Yes. And in fact, that's, that's why it's such a blast to do the coaching for other artists because I walked through this whole process. You know, I went from a guy who was loading my van every weekend, traveling, doing shows to a guy who sits in front of a computer and figure out, figures out how to drive, you know, two to $3,000 worth of business a day to my website, you know, like clockwork. 
and in that process, it, it wasn't magic. It was, <laughs> it was trial and error. It was learning from the biggest marketers out there. What are they doing to drive business to whatever brand? What are the components? And then I started finding the pieces that work. And, and like I said earlier, one of the things about the Internet is it's very intimidating. There's so many directions you can go. And so what I like to show people, and this is what's in my course, is I show you that there is one clear path to online success for small brands, specialty small business owners, artists, photographers, craftspeople. And it's, it's utilizing the power of social media, primarily Facebook and Instagram. It's so important not to get pulled in a bunch of directions. So I stay focused on the most powerful platforms with the most powerful tools where the most people are. And so I show people everything that got me to where I am. And that means I teach you how to write emails. I teach you how to write subject lines for your emails. I teach you how to create videos. And you don't even have to use video. I teach you how to use you know, templates that are already created to put still images into so that all of a sudden you have something amazing online that really makes your brand shine. I teach people how to make their websites convert. So many people have websites that, you know, bounce rates, you probably know this, uh, bounce rates are as high as 90% on websites on the Internet. And if you don't get your website right, you drive 100 people to your website, 90 of them bounce, you know, the, the don't stay more than 30 seconds or don't stay until it loads. And what a, what a waste of time and effort. So I teach my students how to get their website right, how to get that homepage right, and then just, awesome. you know, how to grow that fan base. Awesome. Well, it's about time for us to uh, go to another commercial break. Where can people find you again online, David? So I teach a free masterclass every week, and that's you can get there by going to artistmarketingblueprint.com. You can register there, artistmarketingblueprint.com. And then I have a coaching website called Artist Marketing Formula, artistmarketingformula.com. Perfect, and you can always find me at Mr. Leonard Kim and we'll, on Twitter, and we'll be back after this commercial break. Voice America is available on your Google connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencer channel. 
Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. And join us for a replay of the show on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Grow Your Influence Tree. To reach Leonard Kim or his guest, call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Leonard Kim here with uh, David Edmonds. We've been talking a lot about how David's kind of took his uh, form of artistry and uh, kind of moved it to the digital world and how he's helped not just himself, but a lot of other people really go and find that magic formula to really go and turn things online. Um I, I know, like, moving on to a digital business can have a lot of benefits and everything, and I know that um, going to do things in person also has its kind of benefits, too. But then there's also, like, some kinds of struggles and things when you're running an in-person business. What's some of the biggest struggles that you kind of face? Like, did you ever have any, like, travel issues with uh, your plants and everything when you were doing the shows before? Oh my gosh! I mean, I, we could talk for hours about the stories, the, <laughs> the stories of of being on the road. You know, so many artists uh, have have probably similar stories. My some of my stories are kind of unique because I travel with plants, so I'm traveling with live plants. And um, some of some of the shows I would do uh, a good time of year for flower shows. Those are some of my best shows. Uh, was you know January, February, March of of the year. I, I can remember traveling from Vermont to Madison, Wisconsin for the Madison, Wisconsin Flower Show, and that was always in February. One time I drove, got to about, uh, it was a couple-day drive, so stay overnight halfway there, bring all the plants into the hotel room with you so you're sleeping with 50, 60 uh, ivy baskets, and then the next day we're trying to get to the show, and in Chicago there was all this lake effect snow. By the time I got to about 30 miles south of Madison, Wisconsin, uh, there was about two feet of well, not probably a foot of snow. Tractor trailers had jackknifed. The highway was shut down. You couldn't get off the exit ramps. So I spent the night in the truck. Thank God I had enough gas, keep the heater running, the plants alive, woke up in the morning and we're still standstill. Uh, the state troopers were going by on snow, uh, snowmobiles. <laughs> wow. I did make, I made it to the show on time and um, had a good show. That was the last time I did that show. <laughs> I decided, you know what, <laughs> this is one of those shows I'm going to take off the list. And, uh, like, that sounds like quite a journey. And 
I mean, was it worth what you kind of earned in that day? Like, yeah, thinking that, back that on particular it? show, it was always a questionable show because it was just a three-day show. It took two days to drive there. It was a crazy time of year to even think about doing such a thing. Uh, but it was always it was always a good show. But when you look at the amount of effort you put in to do something like that, and then you compare that with what I'm doing now with online sales, it's just it's it's staggering. In fact, when I when I decided I was going to make the switch, I I said to my wife, I said, you know what, we could take this one show. I used to always do uh, the Minnesota State Fair was a show I always did. So I would drive to Minnesota. It would take about a week to set up the booth. I, the fair was 12 days long, and so I was there for, it took three days to get there, a week to set up the booth, 12 days for the fair, and then a few days getting home. So what I decided to do was to take all of that time, that block of time, like three weeks, and lock myself pretty much in my office and start learning online marketing. That's exactly how th- this whole thing started, was I, I was determined. I said, all right, we're going to... We're going to not do that show anymore, and that's going to be the, the switch that we're going to throw, and I'm going to devote that time. And so when you think about it, I, mean, I literally, I did go home and go to bed, but other than that, I spent all those hours where normally I'd be driving or standing in my booth. I spent all those hours researching and learning and researching and learning and then starting to implement, and that's what changed my business and changed my life was making that decision. You know, there would be so many times I'd be driving down the highway for eight or nine or ten hours and think to myself, oh, my gosh, if I just spent the same ten hours learning how to do online marketing, I've got a business, I, I have a website, I could sell my work online, I just don't know how to market or where to market or how to make it work. And so that's at some point, after years of saying, if I would only just stop and spend the time to figure it out. And so what I've done with my course is, and when I talk to people about my courses, I tell them, you get to skip all that trial and error. <laughs> you get to skip all that time. I, I've set up a step-by-step course that you can follow. I show you ScreenFlow video, how to do every single thing I'm doing and beyond. I've learned so much. Just you know, My learning never stops. I, I love marketing, so I'm doing it all the time. And so every new thing I learn... I do coaching calls every month. I do one-on-one coaching with people. So we're, we're always strategizing and always taking advantage of, of the newest twists on the AI and how the algorithms are working so, so that my students get the best impact for, for their effort. Nice. Yeah, that sounds like a world of a difference compared to driving in the snow, setting up a booth, taking a whole week to get, kind of get it all worked out. And just being there for about 12 days, I mean, the difference in timing, the difference in effort, the difference in making sure that your plans stay alive, and just being in the comfort of your own home and surrounded by your family. Sounds like there's a lot of benefits, and a lot of people could probably take advantage of all this. Oh, my gosh, yeah. It's day and night. I mean, when you when you start to realize that there are smarter ways to find your customers. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. What, what all brands are always doing is trying to find customers. You know, if you're a restaurant owner or you're a painter, you're a photographer, you're always, okay, what's the, what's the best way to find customers? The most economical, takes the least amount of my time and effort to find customers. It's really what marketing, marketing is. 
And I'd always known the internet held the key. You know, my gosh, you can reach everyone on planet Earth with the internet. But it wasn't until social media came along that you really could hone in. the, The components of success are your ability to easily get in front of very exact people. So really being able to ninja target your audience. That's one key. Another key is being able to have a place where your people can kind of collect, okay? And that's, yeah. you know, that's the platform itself where, uh, or your email list. And, and I combine the two. I use uh, not only Facebook, but Instagram, Facebook groups, and email marketing. And when you can combine all that, you kind of have corralled your people. Your people, they see you as often as you want them to see you. They hear from you. You hear from them. And so that's another key component. So being able to find your people, being able to corral your people, and then just, you know, the fact that you can put video out there. You can, you can go live from your phone. I mean, you can have, you know, a live. I have one of my students is a... Uh, uh, specialty food business. So we make spices and, and sauces and all these neat things. And you've seen, if you've ever been to farmer's markets or, or, or festivals like I'm talking about, there's always somebody there with specialty food products. Yeah. That's just such a huge niche. Well, what he's done with his business, he's one of my students, and he's latched on to one of my strategies is just about using Facebook Live. But he does it in a little bit special way. He does a live cooking show every Friday at 2 o'clock. And so from that live cooking show, he's blown up his brand. He has all the business he can handle because he's really worked making that live amazing, doing the right things. I have a real strategical way to do a Facebook Live so that you get maximum reach and then turn it into an ad and target the right people. And so he's taken that one strategy and just blown his business up. Nice. So How just, many strategies do you have? Well, I've, I've dozens and dozens. And it's, it's really all about when you start to understand what the algorithms are looking for. And when you already understand what the fan artist relationship is all about. And you combine those two then you just, you, you can execute all these different little strategies. You know, I have a strategy for growing an email list. And, you know, I have people that almost beg me to be on my list because of the way that I teach you how to do it. And so a lot of marketers are out there, you know, teaching all these different ways to, to grow an email list. And, oh, my gosh, I, have, you know, I, I think I have 98% of my, uh, my fans are on my email list. They just want to be on my email list because of the way I, I, I teach you to bring them in. Uh, I'm up to, when I started my Facebook marketing, I had 700 fans on my Facebook page. And last week, I just went over 100,000. So I have 100,000 fans. And when you think about it, and think about every, everything we've been talking about, the people who are fans on my page are really, really interested in what I do. Yeah. And so it's not just people who think, oh, you know, those hanging water gardens he makes are really cool. It's people who are customers, they're repeat customers, and that's a lot of people, 100,000 people. And so that's what I teach my students is I teach them how to get, I mean, to get a fan base to 100,000 is not hard. And when you do it right, those are a lot of people who are spending money with you. And they love what yeah, you create, and you're bringing value to them. And it's just a win-win. 
Yeah, it's a huge win-win, especially for the brands that are out there uh, and your customers as well. And it kind of ties everything in together. Uh, We're going to be closing out our segment in about four minutes. Do you have any last final words that you wanted to share with everybody? Well, I would say this. I was just thinking about how so many people, you'll hear them say, you know, I just found this amazing artist. Or I just went to this amazing restaurant. Or I had my hair done for the first time at this place, and they're so good. And so, you know, you have fans. If you're a small business owner, if you're a specialty small business owner, a photographer, a painter, a jeweler, you already know you have fans. People love what you do. And there's millions of people out there who have no idea you exist. And it's very easy to get in front of them and bring them into your world and have them fall in love with what you do. And so you already know what happens. What I teach in my course is I teach you how to turn up the volume. You know, or you could say turn it up on, on, it's on steroids when you, when you do it right on the Internet. And so what I would say to people is don't be afraid to take your brand and bring it online and, and watch it grow. And I would also say that it's an absolute that you can be incredibly successful and it's a sustainable model that you can count on for years. And so it's not hard. It's about staying in one lane, staying focused and being very specific with what you do online to market so that you grow that fan base and your brand is going to grow as a, as a result. Well, that's absolutely great advice. And as someone who's been going out there and doing this, uh, you seem to be a great person for a lot of people to turn to, especially if they're in the creative field, to really figure out how to get this uh, online digital game down from SEO to Facebook to Instagram to figuring out how to get uh, listings all ranked to Facebook Lives and so forth. Um so anyone who's listening to the show today and they really want to look out for a mentor, you could go check out David's courses. You could go find David himself. Uh, where's the best places for people to really go and check out? So I teach a free masterclass so you can learn more about this every week. And the way to register for that is to go to artistmarketingblueprint.com. So to register for the free masterclass is artistmarketingblueprint.com. And then my coaching website is artistmarketingformula.com. Cool, perfect. And you can always find me at Mr. Leonard Kim. Thank you so much for having, uh, for being on the show today, David. And thank you so much, everyone else, for listening to another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree. And we'll be seeing you next week. Thank you for making us part of your week. Listen for Grow Your Influence Tree with Leonard Kim every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Stand out, stand apart, and become a top influencer. We'll see you here next week.